All right, guys, what's up? We're live playing to win episode number 45, talking about uh, the fall cryptocurrency market. Uh, we're joined today with Charlie from Cultivate Crypto. Hey. And Charlie is en route. They're, they're busy guys today. They've just um, launched their course and um, they kind of do a tour. I heard you're talking to Robert Kiyosaki later today, uh, the author yeah. of Rich Dad Poor Dad. That was news to me too today, actually. Um, I, I was talking with Rolo and it's like, hey, you know, want to do a show about crypto and stuff? Because we had a pretty good one. I think it was um, back in, I forget which month, but it was like maybe spring of this year, maybe around March. Mm. And had a really good show with him about crypto. He asked a lot of good questions and um, just said, hey, you want to do another? He said, sure. And then like this morning, he was like, hey, it was my morning, I guess here is this evening. But he was just like, hey, Robert Kiyosaki is willing to come on. Is that okay? I was like, he didn't say, is that okay? Of course. Yeah, he's just yeah, like, yeah. he's like, yeah, I won't say what he said, but <laughs> yeah, if you want to get red pilled on money, I mean, start with rich, pet, yeah. rich dad, poor dad. It, it, it really deals with For the sure. fundamentals of creating like proper wealth. Yeah, um, you guys kind of deal with the fundamentals of, of creating, you know, proper wealth outside of the rich dad, right. for, poor dad ecosystem. Cause I mean, you guys deal with the crypto markets and, I was actually watching, um, you know, the stream you did prior, and you were talking about your um, uh, Batman origin story. What's up, Miguel? Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing, bro? <laughs> so, uh, welcome, welcome. Um, yeah, we we're just shooting the shit about Robert Kiyosaki. Um, you know, chiming in on the crypto market. I know he's been an advocate for it for at least a year. I think I've seen him commented on videos, or is he newer yeah, than that? He, it was maybe a year, year and a half. He said basically since that big uh, crash. Um, you know, in March of uh, last year, right. uh, as far as I've seen. And he was talking with Robert Breadlove, um, who's a pretty big proponent of Bitcoin um, mm -hmm. here in the crypto space. Um, very intelligent guy. Um, good, good points uh, on uh, why Bitcoin is useful. But, you know, the thing that we do in our course, right, is like uh, like the another level, basically, because we, you know, um, we don't only talk about Bitcoin, right? I think there's a lot of people out there who only look at Bitcoin because it is probably the most decentralized cryptocurrency and also the one that when you hold it, when you hold the private keys to Bitcoin, you actually own it. Mm -hmm. um, it, it is one of the ones that is the hardest for the for the people like on Wall Street to manipulate and all that type of stuff. So it is one of the best censorship resistant cryptocurrencies and it is the first one with the most network effect. So that is where everybody starts. And I think that's where you know, people like Robert and, um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, other people, uh, have started, but it's, it's just the beginning of, of the crypto journey. So I'm really interested in kind of, uh, talking with him a little bit, uh, deeper as well. And, and, you know, try to educate him and learn something from him too, because in my beginning of my sales career, um, here in Tokyo, when me and John were uh, doing recruitment here in Tokyo, it's a pretty hard sales job. And, uh, we read a lot of rich dad, poor dad. I've even played his board game. I think it's called rat race. Um, yeah, yeah. you know, back in the day. <laughs> and so, you know, I think there's a lot we can learn from him as well about, you know, how markets work, how Wall Street's looking to, um, you know, try to uh, get into this market, how they're looking, try to run this market if they can manipulate it or not. And so it's going to be a very interesting conversation. But um, yeah, and, and we always have a good time here on your channel as well, Rich. You always ask like awesome questions about crypto. Um, we've taught you a little bit about Vesper and, and some of the crazy yield that you can get in crypto. So that's, mm. you know, one of Miguel's strong suits uh, that we talked a little bit about John on John's channel just a, a little bit ago. But um, the crazy yields you can get here in crypto, literally, you know, uh, hundreds of percent per year. Uh, yeah, if you guys are, aren't familiar with with like the yield rates that you can get in decentralized finance, which is which is the beauty of it, because it's not controlled by any central bank or any financial institution. I mean, um on the low end, I'm probably like on the low end, I'm probably averaging like 10 to 12% on certain tokens. And on the yep. high end, I mean, I've seen 
three figures and in some cases for short stints for like a few days, four, five figures sometimes, you know, it's like, it's only for very, very short stints, but I mean, your, your ROI on funds held on the blockchain is way higher than what you'll ever see in the bank. I mean, I haven't kept any cash in a, in like an interest savings account for at least a year, year and a half now, you know, since I discovered DeFi and, you know, like all these staking platforms. I mean, I think the best I ever got was on this one platform in, in Canada called called Tangerine. And there was another one called EQ Bank, which would pay anywhere. You know, they do like a promotional introductory rate around 2%. And I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like that's such, that's so much better than half a percent. But then, you know, but then you realize, I mean, like even with like a USDC coin, which is a stable coin, you can plop that on any site and get like 9.1%, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. pinned to the US dollar. So it's not going to go anywhere. I mean, it's always going to stay stable with US dollar, but you're going to at least make money on on it sitting on that. And that's just a basic coin. That's like not even the tip of the iceberg. It's like a penguin hair on the top of the iceberg sort of thing. Yeah. You don't even get started with that. Yeah, I always tell people, like, if you're just going to hold cash, why hold it in a bank? Don't hold it in your house, like, or whatever you're going to do with it, right? Put it into a stable coin like USDC or USDT, you know, earn some yield on it. If you do earn like like eight, nine, 10% on it, mm-hmm. um, I mean, the real rate of actual inflation that's happening these days is is more than what they're telling you, right? Yeah, they it's tell destroying you, like, your cash savings for sure. Exactly. And so even by earning that type of yield or, or interest per year on your cash, that let's say that you put cash in there that you're not going to use for at least six months, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so have it in there long enough to earn a good percentage on it. Um, you know, uh, you're basically just barely treading water at that point. Um, in terms of the rates of what real inflation is guesstimated uh, to be. And I know that's not particularly a fancy word, um, but you know what I mean? Um, it's just one of those things where, um, yeah, uh, you barely even you know break even over time. You're not going to make generational wealth um, by earning interest on dollars, but at least you're you know keeping the inflation bug off your back a little bit. So how how, um, how stable and secure is is a stable coin like USDC? You know, for example, compared to the US dollar, <laughs> pretty stable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Miguel, you want to tell them a little bit about the history behind USDC and JP Morgan and Coinbase a little bit? Sure. So yeah, so, so, <laughs> Get our so hats on a little bit. Yeah. So so USDC is I would say the most it's the premier stable coin now. The original stable coin was a uh, you know. It was Tether, basically, USDT. Yep. And uh, the first actual real competitor to it was USDC, which is Coinbase's dollar coin, effectively. And they're banked by JP Morgan. So the funds that are held in USDC are actually held at JP Morgan as well, which is, and if you know, right, JP Morgan's one of the uh, founders as well as, you know, one of the board members of the Federal Reserve as well. So it's, it's pretty locked. It, it, here's, here's the thing with like USDC, USDC is actually going to, because they're so trying to, it's sort of like, like you're just, I mean, it's like, you're just dating a girl. Everyone, I mean, everyone's in their best behavior. That's kind of what's going on right now with USDC is mm-hmm. they're not, they're going to be the best stable coin. But yeah, USDC is going to be completely safe until I would say it's it's up until maybe somewhere in the middle of the next cycle. We'll mm-hmm. have to see because mm-hmm. I think they don't get draconian until then. Um, but USDC has full admin control rights on the money so they could freeze your money anywhere in the world if you became like some target, right? But okay, so it is centralized then. It, it's, yeah, or, yeah, it's, or you say something on YouTube that maybe they don't like. Oh, okay. 
Like, I mean, literally, it can get to a pretty crazy extent. I mean, right. China is coming out with their central bank digital currency. Why is China coming out with a central bank digital currency? Why are they doing it first? Because they want to control the money within their borders, and that's how they can have ultimate control, right? And so these governments, right, um, they want to be able to monitor your financial uh, life. And there's a lot of people who are like, our money is already digital. Why do we need a central bank digital currency? We don't. Um, <laughs> but anything that gives them more control, they're going to try. Makes right. sense. Um, yeah, so let's let's hop into some updates with the fall because I mean we saw a pretty good market pullback and correction in the summertime last time we when did we talk last yeah. was it May or June? June, yeah, yeah. So that was right around the time that you know um, we had Elon Musk make his tweet and piss off a bunch of people and there was some <laughs> other catalysts that made the entire market correct and we saw a twenty eight thousand dollar and change Bitcoin, all the altcoins pulled back and. All the smart guys in your course, you know, myself included, made a whole bunch of money scooping up the right one. So what happened and where are things going? And by the way, guys, um, their course is open again. I'm going to drop the link in the YouTube chat. Uh, let me just pin it up to the top. And it's also going to be in the description. Actually, wait, before you ask that question, I have another question for you. One of the things that drives me bonkers on YouTube is whenever we do a collab, I feel like I'm playing whack-a-mole for like the next 24 hours, deleting like these fake spam comments from guys Dude. with like WhatsApp links. Hey, it's Rich yeah. Cooper. Or That's they use like a day. version of like my channel yep. name and they try to drive people off to like scams and stuff. How do you yep. get rid of that? You can't. So <laughs> this is me on my channel every day. I spend about 15 minutes a day cleaning up my YouTube oh, um, no. comment section, which is you, first thing you can do is you can press report to YouTube, right? Yeah. And then you do then that. I just for pop up another account then. They'll pop up another account. So I've gotten like they make cultivate crypto and then they have cultivate crypto with umlauts on it. And then yeah. like, um, you know, different, you know, asterisks within there and everything. Eventually, then they run out of it seems like they run out of options and they change to something else. Um, and so then I get different ones. But yeah, literally every day I'm just like, yeah, it's whack. No, I'm just hitting them. Out I'm of just going to make it there. simple. I'm just going to disable co like comments after the video on this video. So I don't have to deal with that nonsense. Anyway, so um, how does every crypto video? I don't know how you guys put up with that. It's just absurd. We can't. Right, I mean, so it, there's so much. And that's what we also tell people in the course how to uh, notice what scams are, how to avoid them, how to. I mean, humans are usually the weakest link, right? Um, people falling for that type of stuff. So, yeah. um, you know, it seems obvious to a lot of people. But uh, for some people, I have met a few people, a handful of people who, you know, fall for the uh, send me one Bitcoin, I give you two back um, right, scam. Right. You know, and they, they send a small amount first, like $500 they give you $1,000 back. And then you send $10,000 and they you never see it again. Yeah, so. we could do an entire three hour episode on all, yeah. all the scams out there. But I mean, if you understand basic email phishing scams and stuff like that, then you should be smart enough to pick up on them. Let's set that aside. Yep. Um, so what happened with the markets and where where do you guys see things going right now for the fall markets? Because we're in September, September 3rd right now as we're casting this today. Yeah, there's a few different takes on it. Um, Miguel, do you want to go from from your angle in, in terms yeah. of what was happening in June, July? Yeah, basically it was sort of a, I, I would say it's more of a, it was a coordinated attack in a way, <laughs> trying to flood us down. Um, I, I, I was more just kind of like, I was really taken back by some of the influencers in the space, how every single major influencer on YouTube to Twitter went pretty much negative on crypto. And then me mm -hmm. and Charlie mm -hmm. were pretty much the only people <laughs> out here saying that. The only bulls the, left. The only bulls left. <laughs> every bear is everywhere. Left. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we, but we were just saying that like this market's not over. There are so many things happening next year that it's not over. Like just about every single exchange in North, in North America, you know, Canada and the United States is going public next year. Gemini, Kraken, 
uh, FTX, um, FTX USA, uh, Binance USA, um, BlockFi, Celsius. I mean, just just any company that essentially can prove they have some revenue and stuff, they're going public next year. Just off of that, you have enough firecrackers there to push us well above six figures on BTC. But in terms of what we expect this year, well, we're, we're expecting you know to, to crack on over a hundred thousand dollars on BTC in December. In December, yeah. Yeah, and then also to kind of add to that, like. Um, there's one thing that we talk about in the course that is still relatively underground here in crypto. There's a few people that talk about it, but really only like one or two major people that are discussing this, which is mm -hmm. on-chain data. That's right. the data that you can look at on the Bitcoin blockchain, like how many wallets are there active that have over a thousand Bitcoin in them? How many wallets um, you know, are there in general? Like how are they moving? How long have people been holding these uh, wallets like without spending their Bitcoin and stuff like this? With all that data, what it basically tells you is um, the people with over a thousand Bitcoin, the whales, the, the people who have a lot of money in this market, and they're relatively newer people to the space. Those people plus the people who've been in crypto for uh, what we call like long-term hodlers. Um, both of those people from February um, through uh, April, May were not, it's not a coordinated sell-off, but it was like when they, when you shear the sheep without slaughtering the sheep, right? It was a consistent taking a profit before the rest of the market. And that's why when you look at the chart, like Bitcoin is going up, then up a little bit less, but still up, still new high, but a little bit less, right? And then it lost momentum and went down. And then when it did go down, right? Talking about June and July, uh, well, May, June, July, basically there was an over amount of um, too much leverage in the system, basically too many people trading on margin. And mm -hmm. so when you have that and you get a flush out of margin, um, basically, the the one or two weeks of red candles on Bitcoin in May uh, or mid April, and then with Ethereum in May was a flushing out of all of that uh, leverage trading. I um, mean, when you get the smart money, you get the people who are trading a lot, the whales, right? They tend to leverage up because that's what they do in the traditional markets as well, and so um, pushes up prices higher, but also pushes down prices higher. So you get this kind of like pretty intense whipsaw effect. Um, but then once that's done. Then you get a time of intense accumulation. You also saw that on on-chain data. We talked about that actually in our Q3 course. We had a whole webinar of why the bull market's not over, based solely on on-chain data with our uh, uh, with our friend Plan C, um, and <laughs> that was a fantastic webinar. He's going to do two more webinars in our next course uh, here for Q4. What, what's uh, Plan C? Um, he's a guy who talks heavily about Celsius as a as an exchange, but then also he joins us on Moon Gang from time to time, the show okay. that we have on Sunday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern. Mm -hmm. And um, so we'll be having that on this Sunday as well at 10 p.m. Eastern. If people want to come over to Cultivate Crypto on YouTube to watch that. Um, super smart dude. He's a, basically a data analyst. Um, he's very driven by data. And so he just delves into the on-chain data and says, what kind of story can we find of what's happening in the background based on this? So um you can look at the fundamentals as Miguel talked about. You can look at the technicals on the chart like I talk about, and then you can look at the on-chain data. Um, there's another form of uh, analysis called chain analysis, which you can also use to look at different transactions, what's happening. But you put all these things together, and you get a really good idea of what's actually happening in the market, which is much more transparent than Wall Street, right? With Wall Street, um, they can play a lot more tricks and do a lot more underhanded deals in the background that you'll never see in public. Maybe it's rumored, but people, I mean, People like Elizabeth Warren says, you know, we have shadowy super quarters here in crypto and nobody understands really what's happening here. You have so much, you know, dark web stuff happening. It's like BS. Um, <laughs> everything here is the most transparent. Um, yeah, I want to say another word, you know, uh, yeah. uh, uh, part of, you know, I, I don't, don't want to do that. But um, basically, you know, 
everything's transparent. It's all in the blockchain. We can see exactly what's happening and yeah. we can make good guesstimations um, uh, based on what we see happening on what is actually going to happen in the market future. And what this is telling us right now is, and, and John was saying this on his channel, right? We have the infrastructure bill coming out here for vote by September 27th. We also have, if you look at the charts, a cycle low coming into the mid-September. Those two price events where the price comes down a little bit is a fantastic dip opportunity, but you're going to get a lot of people screaming bloody murder saying, oh my God, this is a bull trap. We're going down to zero and that's the best time to buy. And so we're going to be talking about that in the course, telling people you know, how to be doing this. It's not financial advice. It's just our opinion. Um, but you know, we've been doing this for a whole calendar year. Um, here, this is our one-year anniversary of the Crypto Mindset course. So we want to make sure to take care of everybody here in quarter four and give um, as much value as you can. So eight ninety-seven for this course is an absolute steal. Like, yeah, it is a steal. And there was a lot like of guys. Plus. Yeah, dude, because there was a lot of guys. You know, before I um, do all the updates and the thumbnail on it, because what I do is I create the event and it just pops up, and I have to make some updates and tick boxes to set it up for the stream. One of the things I, I do is members-only chat. There was a bunch of guys in the chat before you know i updated they were all like this is awesome i've made a ton of money like there was at least yeah. four or five i should have screenshotted them you know before i did the update but it, it, like i started looking at your material about a year ago around the time that you guys first launched the course and yep. we've talked before like i know that you know you guys started casting this from john's little shitty closet apartment with like the blanket <laughs> hanging off the wall sharing yep, the microphone two dudes, one mic what was it yeah, it was like two dudes one mic like what three or four years ago or something like that 19, Maybe three years ago? 2019 february 13th was our first show bitcoin was 3600 dollars. yeah i feel like it was so long ago man and it, was it like, does feel like it yeah at that time i was like yeah you know i'm starting to come around right and that's when i first started you, you to were buy the first some guy bitcoin. that came on our show that was willing yeah. to like stoop down to the you know the level of us at the time you know like well just, <laughs> well, in fairness, like I started hearing about this stuff back in 2012 and 13 when I was having lunch with my buddy uh, Amir, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm going all in on the blockchain." I'm like, "Are you what, like, like what? Like, are you crazy? Like, they're going to shut this thing down?" And it took me about—I mean, I was five or six years, you know, behind him, but yep. it took me a while to figure it out. And I mean, the truth of the matter is, the vast majority of the population still is not involved in the cryptocurrency market. I think, that, like, yeah. what is it? Like something like one or two percent of the world population has yeah. a wallet. Yeah. Yep. And, and also it does, like, you're right. It is an extremely hard industry to find good information on. Like we yeah. search around YouTube all the time. That was the whole point of us starting uh, the Tokyo crypto show. And then also my channel and also DCC's channel. Um, the whole point of it is let's give the market real unbiased information. YouTube's not going to promote us uh, in the algorithm. We're going to have a slow time gaining users, but we're going to, you know, basically give people the, the real information what's happening in the market so they can make money. And if that happens, you can actually give people real value. Um, then, you know, that's how we have the moon gang uh, so strong. We have a lot of people who have literally changed their lives. We have people considering, um, you know, giving up their corporate job and uh, renouncing their US citizenship. Uh, if they've done the course for about six months to a year, they're starting to talk about those things. We're like, hold your horses, guys, hold your horses a little bit, keep that cash flow going. We'll, we'll talk about multiple streams of income in the course and stuff like that. But it's really awesome to see, um, you know, and, and a lot of people who come from your community who've joined the course, um, they pick up on it a lot quicker than I think a lot of other people. It usually takes about people about four years mm -hmm. um, to get up to speed in the cryptocurrency space. We do this within two weeks of the webinars, but then obviously you have to, that's the first initial portion where maybe somebody catches about 20 to 30% of the information that's in the course. And then we uh, say, do that over spaced repetition, You know, make a schedule for you to review these webinars over the quarter or over the next six months 
which I mean, it's how people learn. It's like learning a new language. Mm. And within six months, you basically can you know, plug yourself into the, the matrix of crypto enough to understand um, four to five years worth of data and information that we're giving you here. And so that's a huge speed, uh, you know, like forward for most people, because if they try to do it on their own, they take in a lot of shitty information. Um, you know, they're going to make mistakes regardless, but at least, you know, um, we tell them how to limit those mistakes as well. And uh, they tend to do a lot better. I was talking with a kid who I think is in his mid to late 20s. Um, uh, won't say too many details, but I just talked to him the other day. He's made $400,000 this year um, just by taking the course. He's probably spent maybe max two or $3,000 on our services. Oh, I can count on one hand how many guys I know that have that have turned, you know, like a couple thousand dollars into well over six figures over the course yeah. of the last um, year and a half. Uh, speaking of which guys from the community, we got Jerry here with a $25 super chat saying, once you experience five times in crypto, you'll never pedestalize a woman. That's my experience. Get in the Q4 course. And I know Jerry's been in a few times. He sent me a, an email this morning. He goes, I can't wait for the link to come up. I'm just going to, I'm just going to send them the Ethereum now and pay now. Um, all he's paying with all profits too, you know, so that's our goal for the course is to make sure that you, you make more money than the course costs so you can keep coming back. Yeah, there's the link for the course again, guys. I, I I dropped it on YouTube and pinned it at the top, but I forgot to distribute it on the other channels. And if you're watching the replay, you'll find it in the description of the video. I've uh, disabled the comments. I'm not playing whack-a-mole with my spare time on these scammers. So, um, yeah, it's all there if you guys want to hop in. The course is only open for five days. You said it was, what, eight ninety seven? dollars Yep. Yes. One-time payment. Yeah, and... I mean, guys balk at it sometimes and I don't understand why it's just like, okay, dude, I mean, you know, have fun being poor if you don't want to learn about this stuff. Cause it's not just about learning about cryptocurrency and the blockchain and what it all does and the function and, you know, like how this is essentially going to become the future of finance. And if you don't believe it, I mean, pay attention to what the financial institutions and banks are doing that they are not, you know, very proudly, but quietly, you know, getting into the market. Yep. They realize that they don't have any other alternatives. So I mean, if you want to sit on the sideline for another, you know, year or two, do it. But you're going to get in at higher prices when the market right. has, you know, expanded more. Like I said, there's there's a very small percentage of the population. I mean, the first thing somebody new always goes, well, how do you buy a $50,000 Bitcoin? Like, I don't have 50000 You don't need to. You can buy things called Satoshis and yep. you can buy $20 worth of Bitcoin if you want. It's, it's like, you know, well, where do I start? You just start. It's not that difficult. Um, you guys make it not that difficult, especially with Correct. the course. I mean, I would say the way that you guys lay out the information with the webinars and you don't have to watch them live. That's the other complaint that I get from guys. I don't have time to watch it. I don't watch them live either. What I do is I wait for the recording and then I play it back on my Chrome browser at like one and a half times speed so I can Perfect. get through it a lot faster. Um, and then it's, 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 it's just brilliant that way. Um, here we got yeah. Raymond in the chat as well. He says, Hey guys, I can attest to the course being well worth the money. If you have time to touch on it later any thoughts on sec investigation uni what's the word on mm -hmm. that guys they, they won't get anywhere with it basically yeah. uni yeah. being uniswap, uniswap i'm assuming right. Right? Yeah. yeah so they think um well so it's it's the biggest decentralized exchange in terms of volume it's actually outpacing coinbase in terms of trading volume per day really right? yeah yep. wow okay but what they're trying to do with things like the infrastructure bill right is um basically say hey these guys are brokers right? Because it, technically Coinbase is actually a broker because they're a centralized exchange. But the right. one thing they don't understand is you don't um, use a decentralized exchange. You do decentralized exchanges, which means you're doing a peer-to-peer -peer decentralized exchange 
um, through the blockchain, not through Uniswap. You're using their software and their protocol and their smart contracts um, to actually communicate with the blockchain. And so Uniswap itself does, does actually nothing. Um, and so the government doesn't understand that first and foremost, is, which is the Shocking, funniest thing. Right? Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and so because they don't understand that, they're like, they view it as in a traditional way. So they're going after it basically the wrong way. And um, they can try to, you know, um, uh, you know, put their old world um, ideas onto it. And it is difficult, like even language wise, right? I usually say I'm using Uniswap, whereas I should be saying um, I'm, I'm doing a decentralized exchange, right? right. Um, you know, the, the, the nuances is, is when you first hear it, kind of like, what's the difference? But when you think about it, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm actually doing a peer-to-peer transaction. So with somebody, I absolutely have no idea who the person is on the other end because the blockchain automatically connects us together, mm-hmm. connects the liquidity um, and makes the trade. So um, it's impossible as well for me to know um, who I, I basically traded with or got that swap from at the end of the day. So that's the problem with these decentralized exchanges. They're hard for the government to understand what they're doing, hard to put them in the traditional boxes of what they see as finance. And then also, most importantly, it's very, very hard for them to take them down. And when they do, if they did, let's say they had success at taking one of them down, right? There's 20 others that just copied that open source data uh, and, and code and made, you know, 100 other exchanges that can do the exact same thing and because it's like pandora's box it's already open the open source source code is out there literally we have teenagers out here who are starting to make cryptocurrencies um and make these types of exchanges um you know as high school projects while they're still you know basically that's uh, the whole point of a decentralized exchange is to make it censorship resistant so the state or nobody else can meddle in it really correct which is which is phenomenal i mean we've never seen this I mean, pretty much at any time in history from what I've you know, experienced anyway. We got another uh, superhero from Curiously. He says, uh, thanks, Rich. If it was not for your recommendation, I would have not taken action and joined these shady super coders. They're ace. <laughs> <I love it. laughs> everybody, everybody likes to you know, poke fun at you and flick boogers at you until they see, okay, well, maybe they're actually right. It, you yeah. know, it appears that you know, a lot of the predictions are spot. And, and not all of your predictions have been on. I mean, but like the oh, vast majority of them, uh, I like they're they're spot on. They're like if you lost money, I mean if you paid eight ninety seven to learn about cryptocurrency, and you've got more than a couple thousand dollars to invest. I mean ideally, I would say if you're going to spend close to a thousand bucks on a course, you should have somewhere between eight to ten thousand minimum to start playing with the crypto market. Yeah, that'd be a nice amount. I mean if you've got fifty bucks, don't spend nine hundred dollars on a right. course. I'll tell you right now. Exactly. Um, but I mean, if you can't make that money back in, in multiples like 10, 20, 50 times more, I, you're definitely not watching the webinars or you're not paying attention to the advice that these gentlemen are actually giving you. Yeah, we've had people who asked for uh, refunds and we asked them why we sent you the information. You have all the stuff you can get into the course. Do you not do it? And they said, oh, like I was just basically that they were lazy. They didn't go ahead and do it. And we we're just like, well do it <laughs> you know it's like it's what you say every single time i mean i've stolen this phrase from you because it's 100 true is yeah exactly do the yeah. effing work if you yeah. do the work you don't even have to do 100 of the work you do 30 of the work you do 25 of the work in this course you still make money you make a mistake within there you still make money like it's yeah. not a guarantee and you will make mistakes just, i mean yeah 100%. there will be you know choices that you make or you might tr- like i personally transferred um i think it was like 1100 or 1200 synthetics tokens when they were worth peanuts a, a yep. long time ago to the wrong wallet and i lost them i just never got them back i mean they're probably worth 15 or twenty thousand dollars now but i just screwed up so i mean like you will tend to make mistakes but i mean 
the way that you guys handle it, I mean, like the way that you guys deal with that, and I don't mind telling you, is like, hey, instead of sending like the full amount in your first transfer, send five bucks. Just make sure that you got the wallet address right. You know, you're comfortable with the flow. You know, like you see the receipt, you know, that all goes through. Then send the full amount, right? Like it's simple things like that that some people don't think about that that you guys provide, which lets them put on the seatbelt and make sure the airbag's working in case they crash and have an accident so they don't, you know, destroy their entire world. Um, and, and most of these guys without that type of guidance would get into things that would like wreck them 10 times over and they'd have to right. start from scratch and it would be really painful without the course. Yeah. It's, it's, what it's about, like, oh, sorry, yeah. well, I was going to say, what about location? That, that doesn't matter. I mean, somebody can sign up from, from like a Caribbean Island in the middle of the freaking ocean, right? We have guys from Mauritania. I didn't even know that where that country was when I first had a consultation with the guys from Mauritania. Shout out to them. Um, I like literally, I, I, I never heard of that even in geography class and I, I'm a pretty good person at geography. I've traveled the world, you know, but you know, literally we have guys in, in countries all over the world, every single time zone, um, that join the course and, and have success. Yeah. Uh, you're about to say something. Oh, I was just saying that, you know, like it's sort of like, like, uh, people who like, all right. Let's, let's just see. Like people learn street fighting or something. This is kind of just as an analogy, right? But people learn how to fight just on the streets and then end up picking really bad habits. So when when you come to the course, right, we teach you the right way to actually learn cryptocurrencies, right? Because if you try to learn cryptocurrencies yourself, you will learn it, but it will take you years to get it right. And the thing is, is that the cycles, the, the, the cryptocurrency cycles are really good during a certain portion of time. Like right now, we still have until, you know, the middle of next year, basically. Mm. Um, here, there's a question for you over here, uh, Miguel, because uh, Mark sold at, uh, sorry, 50,000 worth of hex that he bought at eight and eight cents and change. Sorry, at 0 0.08 at two cents. Is it too late to get back in? I no. know that you're a big fan of hex and you've got a lot of it too. It, yeah, it's it's not it's not too late. Yeah, but this is kind of why we tell people to hold a moon bag or hold something of a position because uh, if he had held that, he would be up about I would say thirty five times on his money. Mm. <laughs> yeah, fifty times thirty five. You guys can do the math. Right. This is yeah. this is stuff that you can't do in conventional stock markets with real estate, flipping watches. You know, whatever it is that guys out there look at that they think is a better place to place their money. Hey, if you make money at it, awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. You know, I hope that you make good multiples. But I mean, if you're if, if something like this, let's say shows up on the radar in the course and you guys talk about it and it's announced that, you know, half a cent or, you know, point zero eight seven of a cent and then it goes up to 27 cents. I think Hex is at 27 or 30 now or something like that. 20, 28 right now. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just ridiculous. I mean, is it going to happen all the time? Probably not. But if you take some some bets, I mean, you know, that's just how fate and fortune work, right? Yeah. yeah and, that's, and, that's a wonderful coin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it's been a fantastic gainer. And during the Q3 course that we had here in June, um, two coins, right? Hex and Solana both did a Forex. And we had... I, I bought think Solana it, on your recommendation, but I skipped on Hex. Yeah, and so this is the thing that me and Miguel talk about in terms of people's psychology. When you look at the two projects, Hex and Solana, right? right. Solana is a project that because it's uh, a lot of it's related towards like the traditional trading world, you get a lot of people who, even if they're like a little bit conservative or just like unsure of some things and like, you know, want like something that looks like a much more like transparent type project, they'll go with Solana. And then the people who are like, hey, 
you know, YOLO, baby, I want to like a little bit more of a flyer, which could do a lot of X's. I'll go over here and try hex. And then some people will be like, I'll try both of them because I, you know, did my own research after hearing about it from you guys. You guys told us how to do the research. We looked into both of them and, you know, I like both of them. And so sometimes some people got into both. Um, but, you know, we understand that some people will uh, gravitate towards some projects versus others because of their personality or psychology. And so we always try to make sure that the portfolio that we do recommend to people who are newer to the course does give you like an a la carte option enough so that it's a, it's not confusing. It's a few, only a few coins, like five coins that you can really focus on. And then, um, you know, but then also coins that, you know, will fit with how people feel about the markets because there's also some people who are just like, yeah, I just like the SETI Yeti, you know, like 20% yield or, or 10% yield on a coin, um, which is a lot higher than traditional markets, but maybe they just like that on something like um, Polkadot or Kusama. Um, yeah, so I like how you guys both break down, you know, your your take on the fundamentals of the coins. And then there's coins that you look at and you'll be like, okay, this is a dark horse, but yeah. <laughs> here's yeah. where it could go, you know, sort of thing. So, I mean, yeah. you, know, you give them all that. We got a question here on sell. Um, Last time we talked, I think you said something along the line. The soundbite was something like sell has proven itself to be more like a stable coin. It hasn't moved <laughs> so, that much. Yeah. So we initially recommended Celsius token, uh, which is sell um, in uh, last the first course that we did last September. Right. We started talking about it on our YouTube channel probably from about June of last year when it was about 35 cents. Yeah. Now, last year, we told everybody in the course. And it's six or seven bucks right now, isn't it? Like it's around six bucks, I think. Yeah, it's about five fifty or six dollars right now. Okay. Um, and so that's, you know, from people who were in the initial courses last fall, right, they've gotten basically at least a, a, usually about a 10x on, on that, right? Um, now, since the beginning of this calendar year, it hasn't done jack, right? It's mm -hmm. just been basically oscillated between six to eight dollars or five, four, five to eight dollars. It also didn't lose much during the correction Correct. back in the summer, Correct. too. Yeah. Correct. It actually acts a lot more like a traditional stock than it does a cryptocurrency in that way, mm -hmm. um, as well, based based upon like kind of how it, it's structured. And it has it a is. decent yield, too. So it's more of a safer token to hold. Correct. Correct. You'll get like, six, I think, 6% on it or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and you can get paid and sell with your other cryptocurrencies every single Monday as well. So, yeah, there's a lot of good things about the platform. It's, it's definitely a solid platform. And we do highly um, or strongly believe that it will have a, a move here towards the end of the year. Um, and people at it, last year in, in September, when we were saying, yeah, sell's been 35 cents here for about a quarter, but it's going to go to about, uh, Miguel was saying $5. I was saying $1.60. Then it went to six fifty by the end of the year. You know, people were like thinking $1.60 or $5 is absolutely batshit insane. Mm -hmm, um, yeah. you know, they didn't believe us. They're like, these amount of X's in crypto. That, that's, is that possible? Is that even real? And we're like, just watch bros. And, uh, it happened. So, I mean, it's, it's one of these things we're talking about sell going anywhere between 50 to $120. It's possible by the end of the year, maybe just by the end of the bull market, but either way, um, within the next calendar year, we do believe those prices are possible in sell. And there's even people who work at Celsius that uh, doubt that information right there, but we have, you know, looked into the, the fundamentals and, and, and everything about it pretty well. I mean, dollar cost crypto, Miguel has looked at that quite intensely. And um, so, you know, um, we always, we always just wait until the market proves us right or wrong. And, you know, when we're right, we make sure to talk about it. When we're wrong, we also talk about it. And then yeah. we kind of dissect where um, maybe we miss some points. But I would say, like you said, 90% of the time, we tend to you know be spot on, but nobody's, you know, batting 100, right? Right. With like one thing with like Celsius, right? I mean, we had some people, we had some people uh, kind of complaining about Celsius until the market took a huge, you know, correction, like we were talking about earlier. And everyone kind of, 
<laughs> kind of watch the basically we're really happy that we're holding Celsius because the yeah. only two coins that did not go down were Celsius and Hex. And a lot of yeah. people's portfolios were completely buoyed off of that as well. And then the Hex Hex started running and then Solana as well. So uh, this is why we recommend, you know, we recommended these two coins over time because they're really steady at Celsius pretty much doesn't go down. It will not go down below four dollars. Mm. Basically, it's being supported by the company. Um, one of the reasons why the coin hasn't moved is because they're they're getting ready to do an equity round. They're 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 having, they're doing a Series B right now. After that Series B is all done and set for and stuff, then the coin will start running. Basically, Celsius always tends to run kind of like late late in the year. Basically, you know, quarter three to quarter four. That's usually when it runs. It kind of it usually has a really slow start to quarter one and two. But it, it's a wonderful coin. They just they just crossed over a million users like two days ago. Okay. So it's that's gigantic in crypto. They they are they're essentially the central bank of crypto right now. That's from I, about twenty nine thousand users a year ago. Yeah. How much how much time do you guys spend daily on <laughs> on the markets like like studying all this stuff? Because I because I don't have enough time in my day. Like I maybe spend an hour tops. I think. Yeah, I mean it's our profession, so I mean Miguel goes a little bit crazy sometimes. Wait, wait, wait! Sport. You guys aren't delivering pizzas full time, and this is like a part time <laughs> scam. You guys are all running a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, back on, yeah. I know I there's always that. guys out there that are like, ah. yep, yep. So right, you're Miguel. on this like, like, like full time, like all day long, like you're studying this stuff. Yeah, like. exactly, exactly. Sometimes we lose sleep over it. Like there's sometimes I'll call Miguel at like my three a.m. or sometimes he'll call, I'll call him uh, at his three a.m. and and we'll be like I'm like I'll message him I'm like Are you up? And I'm like Yep. <laughs> You yeah. know, so it's it's also one of these things where, man, this market gets addicting. Like it's one of these things where you're like, once you start seeing these gains, like I uh, I was talking about this on John's show, the first time you see your first Forex on a coin, mm -hmm. like you're hooked. Like, mm -hmm. I don't care who you oh, yeah. are. Like, it's just, it's nice. Right. Yeah. And so then you're like, okay, how can I do this again and again and again and again and again? And then, you know, it's the same thing with any other market, you know, making your first hundred thousand dollars. Um, is extremely difficult for some people, right? And then making your first million is another level of difficulty. Then making your first 10 million and then, you know, and then it's a hundred and then, you know, those numbers become, you know, exponentially bigger and a lot easier to attain. And obviously if you get towards like a billion dollars and obviously that mass, uh, massive amount then becomes very different with how you're going to play with the market. Um, but just generally speaking, you know, getting to those different checkpoints becomes easier and easier. The, the, Basically, we, what we talk about is, you know, getting enough. We, we, we like to like make analogies with the crypto uh, area likes to talk about, you know, space and stuff. Right. So it's first getting out of the atmosphere. Right. Getting uh, enough rocket fuel, enough of a foundation to like break out of the atmosphere. That's really, really difficult. And then once you can do that, you're in orbit, refuel, get some more information and then help yourself get to the moon. That, we joke about that all the time. You know, we have our show on Sundays called Moon Gang. But then it's like, don't stop at the moon. There's Mars. There's freaking on Dramata galaxy out there. There's, there's a lot of stuff you can do in this space and it's only getting better. So why do you um, think people are still skeptical. Like, why do you think people are, are, are like still, still talking about things like, Oh, gold or, you know, it's a Ponzi scheme or it's going to go to zero. Like, why do you think that there's still a lot YouTuber. of, you know, fear, uncertainty and doubt out there? YouTuber. I mean, part, part yeah, of the, it, some, some, some of it's an age, like an age gap. So, I mean, if you've done something your whole life, 40 plus years, you know, in, in a certain field, like, you're just pretty much not going to change on it until like you get old dog pain. new tricks. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's all well, well, yeah. Dogs can learn new tricks, but it just mm -hmm. takes an unbelievable amount of pain to get them to change. Basically, mm -hmm. 
where a lot of the young, like there, there, there's kind of like two halves to like the millennial money game, right? There's the uh, the equity side and then there's the crypto side basically. And there's really, that's about it, mm-hmm. uh, sadly. <laughs> but um, but the the stock guys are just, you know, they're, they're trying to hold on to their people, right? Because the minute you go over to crypto land, the, 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 equity, the equity gains are just like nothing. Like nothing at all. Either you can't even compare them. It's like so insane. Like I, I, I uh, me and Charlie joke around all the time. Can you imagine us going into equities right now? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Just the it, when you, once you start getting gains in crypto, you just look at the traditional market. You're like, first of all, it's it's a lot more manipulated and basically right. um, tilted as relatively in a lot of scammy ways. Like I'm not saying anything bad about traditional markets because gold you can you know yes. make as a good investment and you can make money in the stock market as well. I'm saying I don't say you have to get out of those markets, but I just once you get used to the gains in crypto, you start looking at the other stuff. You know, like earning ten or twenty percent a year on a good year in in the stock market. You know, I know you can leverage it up and you can make a lot more than that, especially mm-hmm. if you're like playing with Tesla or something like that. But just generally speaking, you know compared to traditional terms, like it's just laughable when it comes to crypto. There's just, you and it's know, not as hard as people cares. think. I mean, like one of the things I hear off, uh, just, it just is, you know, it's too hard. Like I don't understand it. And it's <laughs> like, okay, well, I mean, if you want the gains, I mean, if you want to, if you want to get involved in something that's, that's only being used by a very small percentage of the world population that grows exponentially every year. I mean, the amount of wallet users keeps expanding by massive numbers quarterly. Um, yeah, you're going to have to like, you know, deal with with a couple of extra steps. I mean, there's no Amazon checkout, click one button now, you know, make yep. a, you know, 35x multiple on your money. It's it's <laughs> not Hey, listen, when they have the click the one button right now, you're not going to be making the 35x multiples right. on your money. It's it's not that likely at that time. It's going to be a lot harder to make the multiples. So right now, maybe it's a little bit harder. You got to take three or four steps to you know convert fiat into crypto and then on to exchange and learn how to use things like ethereum and what gas fees are and how to stake your you know crypto and all that sort of stuff yeah okay maybe there's a few extra lessons that you got to learn but that's the price that you pay in exchange to get the multiples i mean nothing worth anything comes free right there's always okay. work that's involved as i like to say um I got to get running in like uh, 18 minutes or so. Can you guys start talking a little bit about what's in the course and what people should expect? Again, it's only open for five days. It's 897. I've dropped the link. It's pinned in the top comment on YouTube. I'll drop it again. Um, Give them some 411 on what they should expect to see. Yeah. uh, Let me go through. There is actually um, a show that we did on the Tokyo Crypto Show on John's, both John and my channel um, for Modern Life Dating and my channel Cultivate Crypto on Wednesday if people want to go back and watch that. It was a three-hour episode. If you can get through that episode and you get a lot of data in those points as well, um, then you will be no problem in the course for sure. Um, but yeah, the, the top, basically we had the top 10 reasons why to get into the course. Um, so these are just uh, like tips of the hat towards some of the stuff we talk about. Maybe Miguel can pick a couple of these points and then expound upon That's it a little bit. Um, so we got um, basically strategies to reduce taxes. Um, we have strategies um, to choose the best coins in the market. Um, we have strategies uh, to find uh, the best trends that you can make money on currently in the market um, and also going into next year. Um, we basically save you four years of learning um, in this uh, market, basically what we were talking about before with how long it takes to actually get used to this if you don't have the right direction. Um, we have uh, learning how to take profits. This is a problem a lot of people have yeah. because all of a sudden you, know, you get prices going up and you get greedy. Um, we have how to onboard on the crypto safely to make sure you're getting in at the right places, how to avoid scams, how to make passive income. We've talked about that a little bit here today. 
how to attain financial freedom, not like overnight, this is not get rich quick, right? Um, but over the course of five years, um, five to 10 years, uh, and then also uh, how to make more money than the course costs, which is not a guarantee, but it is something that most of the people do in the course. So I don't know if there's a couple points within there, Miguel, that you particularly wanted to, to discuss about that. Yeah, sure. So we, we, we can talk a little bit of maybe, maybe about taxes a little bit in, ter yeah. in terms of stuff. So one thing we do teach on the course is uh, this is a part of leverage day. So we put a big disclaimer on this right here where we say this is this is the <laughs> Surgeon General's warning right here. You know that uh, you could get cancer. Right. So we, we, we don't we don't recommend leverage at all. But there is certain types of leverage where it, it, it has it has benefits. Right. So there's something we call sec lending or uh, effectively borrowing on your cryptocurrencies. And if you use certain entities like BlockFi or Celsius, uh, you can take a loan on your on your crypto and that loaned income that you get off of that is tax free. So there's ways especially because I'm in California myself and I'm in the worst state possible for taxes, like horrible. It's like 55 percent tax, 55 uh, percent in taxes that I have to pay, Good especially during high taxes. It's, it's, it's horrible. It's ter totally terrible. So one way that you can get around it, uh, just just a free tip alpha and stuff, is uh, I, we, we don't recommend anything higher than a 25% LTV, which is basically if you have a, if I put $100 on Celsius and I borrow on it, I will get $25 of that. So what that means is um, I will get $25. That $25 is tax-free, I could use that to essentially help me pay my taxes off. So as over time, as you, as you start gathering these assets and cryptocurrencies, you can then borrow on them and pay your taxes off with that or, or reinvest that money and get more of a gain on your money. Can you, can you, can you borrow against a crypto? Like let's say you stake a hundred thousand dollars yes, and you borrow 25,000. And then when you pay back the loan, the value of your cryptocurrency is 150,000 on that staking can you pay back the loan with the profits of the appreciated value yes, of that token of course. okay that so it's like it's basically like free money then yeah the, the word in the traditional financial industry is rehypothecation mm -hmm. which the banks really only have the opportunity to do to do but in crypto you are your own bank and in this case um opportunity or platforms like celsius but also other platforms with the DeFi space give you the opportunity to take out loans, rehypothecate into another cryptocurrency, reduce your taxes, and then also use those gains to pay off the loans and then keep profits um, as well. So it's, it. it's a fantastic opportunity. Yeah. So, so as an example, right? So let's just say um, I'll, I'll choose an easy cryptocurrency that has a little low price. Let's just say something like a Cardano, right? Let's just say Cardano was a dollar and I took a loan on it on a hundred thousand. So I had a hundred thousand Cardano. I put them on Celsius. I borrowed I did a 25% LTV. I got $25,000 that I can invest. And let's just say Cardano's price goes to $5. My my LTV technically is 5%, not 25 anymore. Mm. 5%. And if I wanted to, I could say, all right, just take it off the principal. So what they'll do is they'll return 95% of my original Cardano back to me. Mm -hmm. And I still keep the 25,000 as well. So I've closed up the loan and everything's, so I could, so th this is the magic. So during it, so, and it's kind of counterintuitive too, because we, we, uh, we teach all kinds of just strategic ways to how to do this. But one way is like, you want to borrow when the coin's down, not up, which mm -hmm. is counterintuitive yep. because it lowers your, your liquidation rate because yep. you are, you are, it is leverage, right? So it's like, it's like a, taking a 1.25 X right. long effectively. So if, if the coin went down 80%, you would get liquidated. Right. So when like, let's just say Cardano went down to like 85 cents as an example, I know it's not 85 cents right now, but in that example, it goes down to 85 cents. Then I take the loan. It would make my liquidation rate like 22 cents. 
19 cents instead of what if I took it a dollar it'd be 25 cents so I've just it's there's ways to kind of lower the risk of you getting liquidated obviously some of these coins we, we recommend some coins over other coins right I mean typically we only recommend Bitcoin Ethereum and the sell token itself to borrow money on mm. on, on these coins and stuff when so, they're down of course too and they're, yeah and they're yeah and they're down of course too yeah so so but these coins are less volatile as well as there's so much more information on them in order to or some we would highly not recommend borrowing on something like synthetics or something like that or, mm. or any other coin like that because there's just too much volatility with them where you, like what ends up happening is pe people want a certain number so they end up doing like a 50 percent ltv which is the maximum on something like a celsius you you can't even do like an 80 percent ltv on other platforms but mm. it's pretty dangerous actually mm -hmm. because you can get completely wicked out very easily you know so, um, some guys do 60 percent ltvs lose a 60% there they keep the 40% and then they lose they're trading with the, the 40% and then lose the 40%. So like at the end of the day, they're left with like 10% of the original position, which happens a lot. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. also talk about another platform um, London? Cause I use that one myself. I mean, I, I think it's a Canadian mm -hmm. platform. I don't know if it's available to other places in the world, but I basically did that with Bitcoin at um, I think I, I use their B2X program at about 39,000. Um, and it went down to 28, obviously, and I was still above the loan to value area where they would do like a margin call where you got to top up with more Bitcoin, which I would have done anyway, even if it happened. Yep. It didn't really and they matter. do give you that warning, right? They give yeah, you yeah, yeah. Do, yeah. So. And then you basically pay off the loan with the appreciated of the value of the Bitcoin and you acquire more Bitcoin essentially for free. Right. It's yep. it's a great like, you know. It takes a little bit to explain it. There's probably explainer videos on YouTube, but I know that this is like something that you guys cover in the course as well, you know, how to borrow against your uh, crypto because we've all, well, not we've all, some of us have heard guys like Michael Saylor say, say things like, you know, Bitcoin is digital real estate, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't really want to sell it. You want to acquire it. And if you need cash, you can borrow against it sort of thing. Right. So there's, there's a ton of different ways for you to make money on the blockchain with decentralized finance, with different types of cryptocurrencies on the Ethereum blockchain. It's, it's, it's very, very interesting. And again, the course is open. If you're sitting on the sidelines, that's your call. But if you've watched enough of these videos and you've seen these guys come on my channel of times and I bring them on every quarter, do some updates, let you guys know the course is open. I, I only back things that I support, and this is something that I fully support. And I really think that if you're not involved in an area like this, it's something that you should definitely consider seriously because you're missing out on big opportunity. The opportunity is going to contract as years go on, right? The yep. opportunity is still huge right now. It, it is not eroded. Any of those people that are telling you, oh, you're never going to make any money because Bitcoin's $50,000, they're, they're either lying to you or they're stupid. Yep. And let me give you a couple of stats which are interesting. So right now, the entire cryptocurrency market, the entire market is uh, right now $2.3 uh, trillion in uh, market cap in total, total value within the market. Now, when you take a look at a company like Apple, right? Uh, you look at its market cap. I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I believe it's like a little bit below five $5 trillion, right? You have companies like Facebook, also around $4 trillion in market cap, or different things like this, right? And then you also have gold. The entire you know market of gold is about $10 trillion in market cap. And then you go, you know, you can go to, um, you know, uh, entire different markets and try to scale up from there. But even if you look at the markets of an entire, uh, one of the largest, some of the largest companies in the world, or 
you know, a, a large reserve asset like gold, those market caps are what Bitcoin and, and the cryptocurrency space is after. So let's just like be relatively conservative and say the entire crypto market, not even Bitcoin, right, is going to equal the entire market cap of gold, which is at $10 trillion. It's still a 5x from where we are now, basically, um, to get to that. So four or five X. And so um, a lot of people out there uh, basically understand that Bitcoin is digital gold. It is digital real estate. It is a way to um, basically lock up your energy that you took your time uh, to, um, you know, earn uh, that money with. Right. And uh, Bitcoin's a way to hedge that against inflation and hold that in uh, like kind of, what do you call it? Like a vacuum, basically, mm -hmm. if you're looking at it from a physics perspective. So um, if Bitcoin itself is going to get to $10 trillion in market cap, not this bull cycle, I don't think, but within this decade um, to equal gold because it is digital gold and is the analog space or the digital space growing faster? Hmm, I wonder um, if that's the case. Bitcoin right now is about uh, $953 billion in market cap. So just under a trillion dollars. So that's a 10x on Bitcoin. So at $50,000, just, you know, we don't have to do perfect math, but just rough math, a 10x of $50,000 is half a million dollars of Bitcoin. And you have people like Kathy Wood out here, who is a pretty good uh, proponent of Tesla and Bitcoin as well, and understands a lot of markets. Um, not perfect, obviously has made mistakes in the past with her company called ARK Investments, but it's really spot on, been probably one of the earliest proponents of uh, cryptocurrency or Bitcoin specifically in the traditional finance space. And um, she's saying, you know, within the next five years, Bitcoin will hit $250,000 easy. So if you don't even want to pay attention, right, um, just buy Bitcoin at $50,000, however much of it you want. It could be $1,000, it can be a million dollars, whatever. Buy it at uh, $50,000 and you'll get a 5X on your money within five years. Like um, that's going to be better than any savings account out there that you can do. And that's not even gaining any of the yield on it mm -hmm. that you can get on Celsius. Um, that's not even taking any of the loans against that you can do that we talk about in the course. Like, and this is just like the basic, like we, I mean, we're millennials right here in the crypto space. Um, that's where, you know, basically the people who are really taking this industry forward are coming from. And, um, basically, uh, for us, Bitcoin is the boomer money of crypto. Like just honestly speaking, there's yeah. a lot of other opportunities out there as well, including Ethereum. And that's just the second best. So, um, in terms of, you know, market cap. So there's a lot of opportunities out here and these are just the beginning. So um, we give that information because it is free um, and easy to find that uh, information if you start digging out on the internet. But if you just think about those things, that's just the tip of the iceberg. And so this industry is going to go a lot further than that, in my opinion. Awesome. Let's do one last question. I'll drop the link in the chat again. What's your price prediction for Bitcoin end of year 2021? Plan B stock to flow model saying 135K. Yeah, I decided to go with a conservative number. I was thinking about ninety-five to one hundred thirty thousand dollars seems pretty reasonable. So my personal number that I've decided to stick with is about one hundred ten thousand dollars. I think that's pretty attainable. Um, I don't know if Miguel's thinking a little bit different. Yeah, I'm roughly the same. It's, I'm like one twenty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's not, guys. It's not going to be a straight line like this. It'll be oh, a yeah. bumpy ride, but yeah, yeah. it's going to get there. I mean, that's how you make the money and the volatility. That's 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 well, just the nature of the beast. So, two X um, within four months is pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there you have it, guys. A uh, little bit of a chat on the state of the market, and the course is open. Um, what when does the course close? You said it was on Tuesday. Tuesday at midnight uh, okay. U.S. time. So right. if you're not in by midnight on Tuesday. 
sorry, um, even if you come to our you know, email and beg us, we won't let you in, it's unfortunate, but um, we'll accept as many people as we can between now and, and midnight on September 7th. Yeah, and it just works that way, so you can present the material and do the Q&A with everybody in the courses. It's, it's just a function of the structure. We need time to prepare and make sure that everybody's well taken care of. Correct. Links are in the live chat. If you're watching the recording, the link is also in the description. Um, I will probably send out an email or two to my list this weekend just with some further thoughts. So keep an eye out for that. But um, that's it, guys. Thanks a lot. Wish you all the best. I'll be Thank tuning you. in later on this afternoon to watch you talking to Robert Kiyosaki. And um, I'm looking forward to the course material this quarter. So thanks again for everything that you do. Yeah, thanks for having us on. And thanks for uh, you know uh, being with us for, for a while here. Appreciate it. Thanks, gents.